Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Sorry for that programming glitch there. Hey, welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Pleasure to have you with me. Uh, my next guest, we're going to be talking about some very important tax-based information, especially if you're a business owner and you own a building. And I know a lot of you do that listen to this show. Uh, in, a, in a lot of cases, the building can be worth more than the business. I've seen that many, many times over. Uh, so it's important to have some strategies for your business. So uh, Joel Dobrin, based in Camarillo, California, and his team, are joining us to talk about cost segregation initiatives. It's a true and still somewhat underutilized hidden gem of the tax code. Cost seg, as it's called, is a powerful strategy available to owners of commercial and residential real rental property. So let's talk about it. Uh, Joel, thanks so much for joining me today, and welcome to the show. Bill, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and I very much appreciate the opportunity. My pleasure, absolutely. It's a great information to bring to our listeners. Uh, and I'd, I, what I'd like to do is ask you to maybe start with a little bit of background about you and your, your team that you work with. Sure. Well, first off, just a little a personal background on myself. I was born and raised in, in Long Branch, New Jersey, just north of Asbury Park. Uh, for those of you that follow the Garden State Parkway, that would be Exit 105. Uh, I grew up in a wonderful family. I had two sisters, and my uh, growing up revolved around basketball and uh, and chasing Bruce Springsteen around before he catapulted to stardom. It was interesting that he, 45 years ago uh, this week, was born to run. So I think if we all think about that, some time has passed. So uh, basketball, it is, in fact. Um, basketball took me... Uh, to a career to be able to play uh, both college and then I also had the opportunity to play overseas. I played in Israel for a bit and was actually a member of the uh, of the Maccabiah team, uh, the United States team. We won a gold medal back in 1982, which also seems like two lifetimes ago. And uh, I originally got started in business in the uh, in the medical equipment finance arena in physical therapy. And just to hit fast forward, about 15 years ago, through a contact there, I was introduced to cost segregation. I had not heard about it, but it fascinated me because the gentleman that suggested I look into it, he says, Joel, you're working with these uh, medical professionals. They probably own their buildings, some of them. And that's what got started. And I got introduced. It was really serendipitous. I got introduced to two terrific guys. Uh, that I have uh, been able to work with close to now 15 years. Uh, I'll be celebrating my 30th wedding anniversary in December. Uh, we've got two daughters, uh, 26 and 24, that are both working for Hulu. And uh, right now, because of tax reform and all that is taking place, the benefits for owners uh, are, are greater than they've ever been before. And uh, 
it, it's just clearly a strategy that people should take a close look at. Now, I know you don't do this alone. You also work with uh, a couple gentlemen, and one of them, as a matter of fact, is is in Baton Rouge, where, of course, the Hurricane Laura is uh, taking a toll right now. We want to give a shout-out to everybody out, out there and wish the, the very best for them. Tell us a little bit more about your team. Yeah, I think that one of the things that uh, really separates us is we bring both uh, we, we bring a few components. My role is uh, handle the business development and project management, uh, but so important is the tax implications, the accounting implications, uh, as well as the construction uh, implications and understanding, uh, because this is a very detailed and specialized process uh, to be able to go in, tear these buildings down, and basically rebuild them piece by piece by piece. Uh, and that's the part that Dante Romano heads up on the construction side. And then Kurt Gotro, who is a CPA himself, uh, had a tax practice for many years and sold that when he became fascinated with cost segregation. And uh, Kurt is recognized nationally. Uh, he's actually the uh, chairman of the Technical Standards Committee for the American Society of Cost Segregation Professionals. Uh, he's really at the forefront of the rules and the regs that continue to evolve and develop. And for us, uh, for many of the CPAs that we work with, he plays a key role in being able to take the results of our work and then assist uh, our clients' CPAs with then taking and integrating our results into the tax return. And so collectively, uh, we feel very good about the totality of the service that we bring. And I think also, and we may touch on this a little later, most importantly is that we, we stand behind the work and we're always there in the mm -hmm. event that questions should come up. So that brings up a really good point, and, and that is, Joel, that, um, of course, most of our listeners, uh, all of our listeners that are business owners have a CPA. They have someone that does their taxes and handles that kind of area for them. And yet this remains uh, something that's called the hidden gem of the tax code. Um, why do you think that um, so many business owners have not heard of cost segregation from their advisors? And who can benefit most from cost segregation? Well, I think that what we find is that uh, there are many that have heard of it. But, you know, they say, if you say cost segregation, oh, yes, I know that. But it's almost like if you, took, if you took sand and put it in the top of an hourglass. And the more that we drill into this, there are some that are aware of it or have heard of it. But there are, it, it just dwindles down as... Uh, uh, as it relates to people truly recognizing how impactful this can actually be to the different types of properties and scenarios that it can be applicable. And I think that really sharp CPAs recognize that they want to be in a position where they have to have the confidence of who, in fact, is actually going to do this work because ultimately it's the CPA that is going to sign that tax return. And they want to be absolutely certain that the quality and the standards that go into this uh, 
are, are reflective of their work and their professionalism. So I think that, again, the importance of awareness across the board in terms of both this being available for people that have purchased or, again, with tax reform, the fact that it's applicable for people that have improved property as well, and understanding the nuances of tax reform, understanding the nuances of the CARES Act. Um, I think that what happens is, the, uh, as with many things, there's so many rule changes, there's so many updates, that really it's impossible for people to stay abreast of everything. And I think that's where the relationships that we have formed, people truly appreciate that, uh, that we've got all the bases covered as it relates to this application. Really good uh, input and advice there, and I like the way you say that about what the reason that someone's CPA might not have brought it up is that they, they may know about it, but they don't have the confidence in a, a firm to do a good job that they'd feel comfortable signing off on as a CPA. I think that's really critical and important. Um, and um, so is there a, a building, um, a cost basis threshold needed for this to make sense? I mean, could some of our listeners identify whether this makes sense just on that basis? Sure. It's a great question. And I think you get answers that, that may range across the board depending upon the firm. But for us, because we are a smaller boutique firm, cost segregation is our sole focus. It is all we do. And, and frankly, we recognize that the benefits for a small business owner on a smaller piece of property, they can be just as, if maybe not even more important, given the times that we're in, the ability to save money, save tax right now. It's critical. So to come back to your initial question, we will look at properties with a building basis separated from the land, but a building basis of at least $800,000. Now we know that some folks in our world, you know, it needs to be a building that's 2 million or 3 million, or they frankly don't even want to have a discussion, but we'll take the time to assess it. Um, we actually just recently completed a, a rental property, a residential rental down in Palm Desert. And the basis of the building was about $650,000, which a little bit rare, but it was just a great property with lots of improvements, with lots of great features. So that was at the lower end of the scale. And by uh, going through cost-segging that property, uh, we were able to create $112,000 of accelerated depreciation for that owner. And so that meant a lot to her. It's going to be very helpful. So that's at one end of the scale. At the other end of the scale right now, we're involved in a $40 million apartment complex that is going to generate $5.7 million of accelerated depreciation that the owner is going to take advantage of. So um, the impact is significant, but I would say generally speaking, Bill, a million dollars or just under in basis and then on up from there for, uh, for purchases. I would also say that for improvements, because of the tax rules, and we, we really don't have time to get into it today, but anybody that maybe has an existing property, a building they may have purchased years ago and just now decided uh, to improve that property, if they have spent $500,000 or more in improvements, 
worth taking a look at and exploring because the benefits could be significant in terms of immediate tax savings. And just, I think, one other quick thing as to why this is so important. You know, we're dealing, we're in a challenging environment, of course, across the board for all businesses in 2020 with COVID. But those same businesses that are struggling now, they may have had very strong 2019 income years. And now they're faced with looking at a 2019 tax obligation that has to be figured out. And that's Mm -hmm. where we've been able to come in and deliver benefit that has helped save these property owners significant amounts of tax right now. That's great. And, uh, you know, there are, uh, of course, others out there that are promoting that they do cost seg among other different things. You guys are, you're called cost segregation initiative. So that's what you specialize in. Uh, so that's, that's all you look at. It sounds like, uh, is there a difference in providers and what have you seen out there? Have you looked at other people's proposals or, or ideas and, and what do you see that, uh, makes uh, cost segregation initiatives stand out? Well, I think just as you mentioned, uh, there are other folks certainly that do this. Uh, there are, as in any profession, in any industry, there are some that do a good job and maybe some that uh, not as much and some that will perhaps cut corners to do things uh, not within the standards that we believe this work should be done. And I think sometimes it boils down that to, uh, to, to you get what you pay for in terms of quality uh, and the work that comes behind it. What sets us apart truly is that Kurt and Dante, they are two of less than, the last we checked, two of less than 35 individuals nationwide who have met the requirements and gone through what is necessary to receive the designation of being recognized as certified cost segregation professionals uh, by the American Society of Cost Segregation Professionals. And it was a tremendous amount of work peer review, test taking, a submission of reports that goes into this. And I would say that for people that are out there as they explore this, really the most important thing is you want to know that when all is said and done, who is actually doing the work? Do you know that? And do you know who is actually signing that report? Because in the event that the IRS ever takes a look, the first thing they are going to look at are those two things. Who did the work and what are their qualifications? And, you know, it reminds me of what the jeweler told me uh, at my wife's and I 20th wedding anniversary when he said, remember, Joel, the bitterness of poor quality lingers far longer than the sweetness of a low price. And I think I, I, I... I I relate that to the fact that people have to make a decision. They have to make a decision. Are they willing to pay for quality in a study, or do they just want to roll the dice and hope that maybe the IRS never takes a look? You know, we often say you can put anything on a tax return, cost seg or otherwise, and it's fine until you have to speak to it and address it, and then it could potentially become a problem. So... Yeah, about good point. Quality and, I, quality and standards. Yeah. I always, I always tell people you pay for quality and you wince once. Um, so, <laughs> well said. I, I, if, with your permission, I will use that. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the ways, I guess, um, that a client could kind of figure out is by having some kind of a, a benchmark overview, and you guys will do that, right? Is is that a first step for a client? Usually, probably a a phone conversation to kind of get the lay of uh, of the situation, the lay of the land, if you will, and then to provide a, a some kind of a benchmark overview. That's exactly right, and we think it's very important uh, to just recognize and state the fact that no two properties are alike. And there could be similarities, especially when you're dealing with, you know, if you're dealing in an apartment building situation, yes, there could be duplication there. But ultimately, no two properties are exactly the same. And we believe it's important. And what we will do is we want to take the time in advance to be able to assess and share information with people that is specific to their property. And after close to 15 years of doing this work, we have enough experience where if we just get some basic information uh, about the property, when it was purchased, the purchase price, have there been improvements made, then what we'll do, just as you said, Bill, we'll put together a benchmark illustration that will give a general idea, and we, when I say general, it's because we're conservative in nature when we put out these initial overviews, and this will give folks an understanding of the, uh, what we anticipate to be the tax savings benefit along with our fees to do the work. And I want to be very clear, it's, it's just as important to us because mm -hmm. we want to be absolutely certain that we know that if people look to engage us, we know we're going to deliver benefit to them. We are not just interested in, in looking to, to gain fees. We don't want to do that, and humbly and thankfully, we don't need to do that. So everything is done up front at no cost, no obligation. Uh, we want to make sure that we know it's the right fit for the client, for their tax professional, uh, as well as for us. What uh, what information would you prefer that people have readily available for that initial discussion or call before they, they get engaged so you can figure out if it's a right fit for both of you? So ideally, if somebody has a – the ideal scenario would be to have a copy of an appraisal. Uh, if they don't have an appraisal for whatever reason, then initially we would just need to get the address of the property. Uh, we'd need to get the month and date that they purchased it, uh, the purchase price of the building. And then again, if they've made any improvements, then we'd like to know what improvements were made and, and approximately uh, how much they spent in doing so. And with that, um, we're able to get an initial snapshot put together. And I think also at that point, we can determine based on what we see them, we say, hey, do you have, we, we should probably, let's see if we can even drill in and take a closer look at things. Excellent. Now, uh, of course, if someone out there listening um, wants to get in touch with you, it's pretty easy to do so. Uh, what would you prefer? Would you prefer them to check out your, your website at costseginitiatives.com or email you at joel, J-O-E-L, at costsegginitiatives.com? or give you a call? They can, they can certainly 
email. I know some people email is the way, but I'm still somebody that I enjoy talking with people. So if that somebody wants to mm-hmm. pick up the phone and call, I'm happy to take the phone call and, and answer their questions. So uh, phone call or email, whatever is their preference. Some people like to text. They can text. And uh, whatever works for them works for me in terms of initial communication. And that phone number is 805-680-3834. And, of course, all of this will be in our show notes at exacoachradio.com. But, uh, you know, you might just want to call Joel and talk to him about chasing Bruce Springsteen around New Jersey. That could be just an interesting <laughs> conversation or, or, or the gold medal story. There's a lot that you might want to talk about. But I think in this day and age, everybody's looking for the, you know, what, what can they get back to help their business? Uh, and cost segregation is one of those things. If you've been thinking about it, if it's been on the fence, uh, maybe you've talked to with your CPA and they've said, I just don't, know anybody that that does a good job of that and i'm nervous about it um now you know someone joel dobrin thanks so much joel for joining me and i really appreciate you taking the time to to uh share this information with our listeners very helpful very uh very, thank you bill i very much appreciate it pleasure is all mine and you're right there's there are some good bruce springsteen stories for anybody that wants to call <laughs> I'll probably be calling you about that. I have a good one, too. Uh, look all forward right. to talking to you again sometime, Joel. Thanks so much, and we we hope all the best for Kurt and his family uh, in Baton Rouge as they as they battle with Hurricane Laura. Thank you so very much. I'll pass it along, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 